Podcasters, it's On the Shelf, the podcast that celebrates all of the young adult novels that we love on our shelves. Presented by the Teen Advisory Board of NC Raleigh's Quail Ridge Books, the home for all of your literary needs. Okay, hey everyone, we're back for On the Shelf, the young adult book podcast. We are so excited to be coming at you guys with another episode this Sunday. It is, this, I guess, the second day of spring now, which is so exciting. There are blue skies today, and we're going to have a fun discussion talking about some books, um, as always. So for our segment today, instead of our On Our Shelf segment that we always do, um, we're switching it up today, and we're doing our On Our Tab Pick segment, which is what when we talk about the books that we have reviewed for TAB, um, the Teen Advisory Board at Quail Ridge Books, where we review books and they go up and displays in the bookstore. Um, if you ever go to the store, look out for those um, and see if you can find them hidden in some books. Um, but we're going to share the books that we have reviewed this month. Um, and yes, with that, I will pass it on to our first TAB member for her TAB pick. Hi, um, I'm Christina, and my tab pick for the month of March was As Far As You'll Take Me by Phil Stamper. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Um, I'm Caroline, and my tab pick for March was Shadow and Bone by Lee Bardugo. Hi, guys. I'm Jada, and my tab pick for March was The Joy Luck Club by Amy Tan. Uh, hi guys, Taylor. I had two tab picks this month. I had uh, Felix Ever After and then I also had a separate piece. Very nice, very nice. And hey guys, I am Elise and my tab pick was The Gravity of Us by Phil Stamper. I think I chose his other book um, last month and now I'm, I'm going to this one because it was so good and I really enjoy his books. Okay, four Getting right into our episode, today we're talking about this. We're doing something we've never done before, which is going over our book display. And if you've ever been to Quail Ridge Books, you'll notice in the YA section of the store, there is a nice little bookcase and we always choose a different display for each month. That's Tab's job. Um, and so today what we're gonna be doing is taking that display um, topic and transferring it onto the podcast by giving you guys some book recommendations that go with the same theme. So for today, for this month, March, the topic that Tab members, because there's lots of Tab members, and the topic that everyone picked was revenge, jealousy, and books with green covers. So it's kind of a mishmash of a lot of different things. Um, and some of those books that we're gonna be talking about today um, just have the theme of revenge in them or they've got green covers or they've got jealousy themes or they've got all three or some of them. It's just gonna be a lot of different things. So I'm gonna pass it on to our first tab member to give hers. Alrighty. Um, so I, all my books fall under the category of revenge because um, otherwise we would be here for a while since I, I have a lot of books that I normally recommend. Um, the first book I want to talk about is Tiny Pretty Things. I think I've talked about it before. I love it so much. It's set at this um, ballet school and it's very competitive, very cutthroat. Um, there's a lot of like backstabbing and betrayal and that kind of thing um, because they're all trying to get like the best parts in ballet stuff. I think it's a Netflix show now. I've heard the show is kind of different from the books, which obviously always happens. Um, but yeah, I, it's definitely based on revenge. Um, and then next, this is more of an adult book. Um, so just kind of be weary of that when I, I want to make sure everybody knows that when I recommend it, there are definitely some very like mature scenes in it um but Gone Girl is the revenge book it is the revenge book it is I, I don't even know how to give the plot summary without spoiling it um because there's this huge twist that I don't want to give away at all but it's 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 a, it's a murder mystery there's this guy I think his name is Nick and his wife Amy goes missing and she's and he doesn't know where she is. And he's like the leading suspect for her murder because everybody thinks she's dead. Um, so 
So that's the that's the general summary. Um, my next book is called Glitter. It's about um, it's set in a dystopian world where this corporation buys part of France and reverts it back to like old aristocratic monarchy France. Um, so they have the palace of Versailles and it's like, um, it's a court again, but it's also set in the future because they have a bunch of like super futuristic technology. And there's this girl who she's supposed to marry the king, but he's like evil and she doesn't want to do that. So she like starts selling this drug that she is called, it's called glitter. And she like takes revenge on him, basically. It's very interesting. Um, next book is One of Us is Lying. Um, basically, it's another murder mystery um, where this guy, there's um, these, all these like high school students, they go and there's like, um, I think it's seven of them. I don't remember the numbers. It's been a while since I read the book. But there's like a bunch of, they're like the archetypes. There's a football player. There's like a, a popular girl. There's like a, a nerdy girl. There's like a, a bad boy. Um, and then there's like this guy, Simon. And Simon, they go all go into detention together. Simon dies. And then they all have like motives to, to kill him because they're all like, yeah, he's like done stuff to all of them. So that's a, that's a big revenge book. Um, the next is called Vigilante Poets of Selwyn Academy. Basically, it's set at this art school and this like reality TV show company comes in and starts making a TV show. And then some of the students get together and decide to like fight back because like fight the system. Um, that's basically the book. It's really funny though, um, even though there's a revenge element. Um, okay. I'm gonna skip a couple because I realize I'm saying a lot. Um, okay, so the next book is The Last Voyage of Poe Blythe. Um, it's, I, it's been a long time since I've read it, but the, the main thing I remember is that Poe Blythe, she designs these like warships essentially. Um, and the reason she does so is kind of an act of vengeance because her best friend and the boy she was in love with got killed because her ship wasn't like big enough um, or something. Um, it's a very good book though. I say I don't remember it that much, but it was very good. Um, next, To Kill a Kingdom. It's a retelling of The Little Mermaid, but it's like all twisted. Everybody's evil, basically. It's so good. Um, basically, there's, it's, so they're all, it's about this siren who um, kills princes. I think her, she has like a nickname that's like the prince killer. And then there's this prince that like hunts sirens. So he's like looking for her because he's gonna kill her, but she's supposed to kill him because he's the next prince she has to kill. And then, so there's like a lot of like revenge stuff going on there because he wants to like get her back for killing all the princes, but she also needs to kill him because her mother who's like more evil sends her to the surface to like kill him. Um, and like bring back his heart or she'll like punish her. So it's very, it's very interesting. Um, a very cool take on The Little Mermaid. Um, definitely not like the Disney movie though, like at all. Um, and then the last few I wanna talk about are Dare Me, which is another TV show. Um, it's about cheerleaders. It's like this mystery. It's very, another one of those like very cutthroat environments where all the girls are like friends, but they also all hate each other. Like it's just, just that very interesting dynamic. Um, and there's like a new coach and then somebody dies. Like it's just, it's a very interesting, complicated thing. Um, and then The Cruel Prince is about this human girl who lives in this like fairy realm and all the fairies like kind of like hate humans like they all think they're all stupid and um whatever and so jude she's training to be this like warrior and she's like her the reason i include this book is that her main like flaw is that she always like wants power and wants revenge um so she definitely is like out to get a lot of the um like fairies who have done 
mean things to her obviously a lot of things like were legitimately very bad um but that's kind of like her biggest flaw and she's definitely like her, one of her reasons for training is so that she can get that revenge um so it's a very interesting book um she has there's like this like this like fairy prince his name is Cardin and they like have a lot of rivalry thing going on it's I'm sure you see where it's going, but it's um, it's a very good series. I would definitely recommend. Um, and then the last couple books are um, Girls of Paper and Fire is set in this like, I don't really know how to describe it. It's set in this like kind of different like society where there's these girls who are expected to, um, they're like kind of like slaves for the, for the, um, for this like king and there's like three different classes of people there's like the the full-on demons there's like half demons and there's like completely human people and then all the all the girls are paper girls because they're like in that cast of the system like the lowest one um and it's like a really interesting like there's another like rebellion get back at the government thing um, it's a very bad description, but it's a very, very good book. Um, and then Vicious is, it's just, it's the superhero book I talked about before. This one is a little bit more adult again. Um, it's kind of about evil, like people getting superpowers and then getting evil. The main character, his name is Victor. And when he was in college, him and his roommate and like very close friend, Eli, um, figured out how to give themselves superpowers basically. And they did it. And now he just got out of prison for doing something that you can't say what, but basically he got out of prison and he's now getting revenge on Eli because Eli did something to him that I also can't say what it is because it's, it's like this huge like twisty mystery book, but he is again, very revenge focused. Um, He's a very good anti-hero as well because he, it's the type of story where you expect Eli to be the Superman type person and he would be the villain, but it's from his perspective. So it's very interesting. Um, and then the last book I wanna talk about is Sadie. Um, I believe I've said it before. It's about this girl who's, it's told from a podcast actually, like that's how it's framed. Um, there's this guy that's doing a podcast, like a true crime podcast and his first, crime that he chooses to pick is Sadie she has disappeared and um then it goes back and forth from that podcast guy like in his script form to her like looking for the person who killed her sister um she already knows who it is but she's looking for him and there's like a whole bunch of aspects of the the novel that are very like interesting it's definitely um has gone girl vibes but it's like the YA version um I cannot recommend it a lot I love that book so much okay so those are all my books sorry that took a while <laughs> um okay so I have significantly less books because I don't read a lot of like murder mysteries at all um but Mine are mostly green books. So Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince is green. Um, I think like most of the second two Magnus Chase books are green. Um, and then the new Hunger Games book, that one's also green. And then for my like one revenge-ish book, um, it, They Wish They Were Us, which is like a it's a murder mystery. It's like the only one that I've really read. Um, but it's about a girl who her friend was killed a couple of years ago, but she's in like the elite club of her school. And then the guy who they thought killed her might not be it. And that's all I'm gonna say about it. So yeah. Okay, so technically I only have two. Um, but one, Christina touched on where she probably saw my facial expression, <laughs> but the revenge one would be one of us is lying. Like I absolutely loved that book and the plot, the plot twist 
I was shook at, but I said, okay. <laughs> but one of us is live for like the revenge, but for like a green cover, I would say the, well, not the, but Wilder Girls. I'm currently reading that. I love it so far, but it does have a green cover, but I love it. I would also say there's a little bit of a revenge vibe to that book. It's really good. Yeah, I can see where you're going. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, I have some revenge books. I have like one or two green books maybe. And then also um, I have some summer books because I think that was what we said was gonna be like the, on the end of our display. Yeah, she included that also in what our display was. So like there are little end thingies on the sides of the displays for people who don't know. And you can put a couple books in there. So I think for that is like summer slash beachy reads. So for revenge, let's see. The first one I said was Six of Crows, which I think I've mentioned about three times now, but um, it's sort of like a teen heist kind of book and there's revenge involved and breaking someone out of prison and betrayal and lies. So it's definitely got that theme and there. Um, I think the main betrayal is between, uh, I think a couple who like used to be romantically involved, maybe. I can't, yeah, I think. It's been a while since I've read this book. Christine, I, know, I know what you're getting at. Uh, that was one of the books I was like, okay, I'm going to skip this book. I'm so glad you touched on it. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, it's, yeah, it's a really good revenge book. Um, the next one is called Paper Towns, and it's by uh, John Green, which, um, which we've talked about him before, obviously, but it's really interesting. I think it counts as revenge in the beginning especially because the whole premise is this girl is trying to get back at all these people who've wronged her and then it sort of moves away from that but then there's still sort of a betrayal vibe because what she ends up doing because of that sort of betrays the people around her so it gets really interesting and um yeah I don't know it's fun it's it's sort of like a twist on a romance. It doesn't really end the way you expect it to. Um, it's a little bit sad, but it's good. Uh, the other one I said for YA Revenge was Feel Ever After, which we just talked about because it's sort of like, it's a love triangle idea, but it's what I love books that are like this, but it's where you've got someone who's trying to get revenge on someone that they think they don't like, but then they end up liking that person. And then it moves from there. And so that's kind of how that starts out. And then I tried to think about some more like classic revenge books. Um, so I came up with a couple of mysteries. So most, they're all Agatha Christie, but um, I did Murder on the Orient Express first, which is kind of the most classic revenge novel. Um, I mean, I don't really want to give it away because that would, you know, ruin the whole thing but the ending is almost impossible. Like it's not, it's, you're not going to guess it. And then, um, unless someone's told you, cause it's pretty popular. And then the last two are not as well known and they're my favorites. So the first one's called The Mirror Cracked From Side to Side. And it's really interesting because it's talks, the revenge is kind of focused on things that happened a long, long time ago that you cannot guess or even know about. And then when you find out about it, it's so mind blowing and it makes sense too. And it's kind of crazy and also kind of creepy. And then the last one's called Nemesis. And it's, um, it reminds me a little bit of, oh dang, I forgot the name of the movie, but it's basically um, the character ends up in this situation with these three women who uh, they're like, they're all like the aunts of their sisters. And they're like the aunts of um, this girl who's died in this small town. And then like the deeper you dig, the more layers there are of detail and lots of suspects. And it basically comes down to what this girl did and how people got revenge on her. And it's also one of my favorite books. So then moving on to summer books, uh, moving back into YA, uh, the first one's called the Paper Magician series. And so a lot of these books that I'm calling summer books are not necessarily expressly for summer, but they're the kind of books that are like 
light and easy to read and fun to read in summer. So this one definitely is. I read it on vacation in Costa Rica a couple years ago, and it was really fun. And <clears throat> it's this fantasy that's based on this idea. It's set in like the 1800s during the Industrial Revolution, and it's kind of based on this idea that there are different magicians for different um, mediums. Like there are magicians for pa paper and plastic and different things like that. It's weird. It sounds really weird, but it's kind of a cool idea because it takes in this idea of like science, but then blends it with magic and you sort of pick a medium and then it becomes your expertise and you can use it to do all sorts of cool things. And the protagonist is this woman who is apprenticing as the magician in this guy's house. And there's a love story and magic and a villain. And it's also just really get it to and you know you just kind of breeze right through it um the next one is a murder mystery because this is fun to read over the summer and it's called to catch a killer and it's set in i want to say like mm, it's either set in new england or scotland and i know that sounds very weird that i'm like confused between the two of those but that's because I've read a lot of murder mysteries and the settings kind of blur together in my mind. But it's about a girl whose mother was killed uh, years and years ago when she was a baby. And she does not know who has killed her mom, but she starts um, getting threatening messages and things start happening like 15 years later. And you definitely do not see the twist coming. And then it also ties in, you know, she sort of falls in love with this boy who's supposed, whose father is um, charged with murder. And it's sort of like they have to set out to prove themselves right and to prove the world wrong, um, which is cool. Uh, let's see. Okay, the next one is called Sparrow. And um, it's, I read it a couple years ago. Um, and it's about this girl living in New York struggling with um, mental illness and her relationship with her mom and because her mom's a single mom and uh, how she sort of discovers uh, rock music to help her through her mental illness and the reason why I put this down under summer books is because it's that same kind of feel where you can just like get right into it and finish it really quickly and be like oh well, that was a nice read and it's very uplifting and positive and then uh, another mystery was a uh, series. Um, the first, I think this might be the first book in the series, but definitely the most well-known is called The Sweetness at the Bottom of the Pie. And it's sort of a cozy mysteries. Um, and I don't know why they do this. They put it under adult, but it's not. Like, it's just not. It's the protagonist is like 12. And I mean, yeah. And um, I don't know. I think... It's, it's very whimsical. So I don't know why they put it under adult, but it's funny. It's set in the 1950s and she's a chemist. And so it's kind of like she's a Sherlock Holmes sort of character. And she's very spunky and straight talking and blunt. And, um, you know, people underestimate her. And then she goes and solves a bunch of mysteries and it's fun. Um, let's see. The next one. Okay. Oh, okay. So I put the Chronicles of Narnia down on here because I remember when I was little, I read those like every summer and I would sit in my little tree out front of my house and just sit and read the Chronicles of Narnia. And I read them so much that literally the cover started to fall off. I mean, I had to read one for English class one year and I used it so much already that when I came in, I had to get a new one because like every single page fell out. <laughs> so, um, but those are so good to read in summer because Again, they're really light and easy to get into, but also they're super whimsical. Like they just feel like your childhood and that's kind of what summer feels like. And then the last one was, okay, the last one was that I had something that was quote unquote green. Um, and it didn't have a green cover, but it had like an environmental theme and also it has green in the name. So it's called uh, My Life in Pink and Green. And I can't decide whether it counts as middle grade or YA, it's sort of one of those in-between books. But it's about this girl. Um, I mean, there are many different topics, but one of the main parts is that she's trying to save her grandmother's um, old timey pharmacy shop, like uh, or diner slash pharmacy shop, the way those used to be in like the 1950s, where you'd come in and you know get your little 
soda or whatever and sit at the counter and it's one of those and so she wants to save it and so she um gets really interested in environmental environmentalism through like the club at school and so she starts like trying to write her own grant and like get funding and stuff to make the place more green and to like attract more people like with that angle which i thought was just really cool because i don't think a lot of books focus on that angle of things especially in ya so sorry, I know I talked for a long, long time. So now I'm gonna pass it on to Elise. All right, yeah, all of these books are sounding so good as always. I feel like I always need to listen back to the recording and, and get some ideas when I don't know what to read. Um, for my books, the first one was kind of more of a revenge type of book. It was Renegades and that's what I'm reading right now. And I'm really liking it. I'm actually getting through a lot of it. Um, which I was like scared I would I would get scared off by like a different genre and like a little bit of a bigger book but I'm getting through it and I'm enjoying it a lot um, but it's got like a revenge theme I would say because it's like the government is this I don't know I feel like I can't really explain it that well because I've I haven't read that much but it's like led by these prodigies who've got like special powers and then they're is like another group of like people who have powers and they're like wanting to take it back over and just kind of like revenge like the main character um is very vengeful and stuff with trying to like take over the government and like you know make things better and stuff um I'll, i will keep you guys updated on how i'm, I'm feeling about that book because i'm enjoying it right now um the next kind of revenge one this one was more of a jealousy because i think that we were also including that a little bit in our display um was the thousandth floor um by katherine mcgee and this is a trilogy i read a long time ago it's really good i'm seeing christina has a smile maybe she's read it okay yes yes it's really good and it's like in this futuristic world where the whole city is one skyscraper like with that a thousand floors and like the different classes like if you live on the more on the bottom then you are more kind of in poverty and it's like the more you go up the more wealth people have and the more technology is advanced and so it's like focuses on a bunch of different teens who live in different parts of the like city skyscraper and they have, I don't know, I feel like there's jealousy and revenge and there's just so much going on in that book. I felt like I wanted to mention it. And I really enjoyed it. I don't think I've read the last one, but I read the first few, I think. And it was really good. It had like jealousy and revenge and all of that great things. And similar to that one, Christina already mentioned this, but Tiny Pretty Things, I put that on my list too. It's It was very good. It had all the jealousy and revenge because um it focuses on ballerinas and there it's just very like typical like stereotypes with ballerinas and being crazy and i don't i don't know if it's it's that true with real life but it was very enjoyable to read um let's see then i also wrote down and this one now that i think about it i didn't realize we had our our spring or our summer reads segment or section of the display but this kind of goes with it um, and it also goes kind of with jealousy. Um, the rumor, and this is not a YA book, so warning on that, um, it's adult, but it's about these two families. It's a very like basic like romance type of fictional thing that an adult would read in the summertime. I don't know. It's really good. I think it was okay for YA. I don't remember anything crazy going on, um, but it was about these two families, and they're both kind of, they're like these perfect families who've got the kids who are you know doing all this stuff and they're just kind of living their perfect lives but then there's all this jealousy that the town has on them and these rumors that are spreading about them um and it all goes from there and it also goes it's a very good summer read I read it last summer and I enjoyed it um let's see then for green covers I have wrote down the geography of lost things and this one is a YA and it's like a road trip book um, and it also kind of goes with revenge type of thing because the girl did not have a good relationship with her father and then she's going on this road trip um, to just kind of sort out her head I think. I, it's been a while since I read it but um, 
and she's learning to forgive her father um, and just kind of accept her past, but it also has a green cover. Um, so I, I chose that one for that. And then the last one was The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I think people have mentioned this on the podcast, um, but it has a very green cover. It's a very cool cover. It's got like a cool green dress and stuff. And this is not a YA again, um, but it's just got such a nice cover. I felt like I needed to choose it. Um, it's adult and it is about a Hollywood movie icon who is telling her story of her life that she's never released to anyone. And she's, she chose this one journalist to write about her life and she's had seven husbands. And so it's a very dramatic Hollywood type of vibe, but I chose that for green cover because it had a green cover. Um, that is, yes, Christine, I see you read that. It is so good. I enjoyed it. It was like, there was so much going on with that book. And I was like, what is happening? I don't know. And it had a good cover. I liked it. Now we can go into our March book madness. So for everyone listening on our Instagram, I link it always below so you can check it out. Um, we are doing a March book madness um, where some other tab members have created a, a, um, a bracket for with different books that people are voting on and there was a giveaway that was hosted earlier in the month um, and you can still vote for your brackets if you want to join in on that and check that out um, but we thought that we would go through the March Madness brackets and vote on what we think which book should win so we can just get this started we're just going to go kind of around the first main bracket starting in that top left corner with the first bracket. Um, and for those of you listening, make sure to pull up the bracket on Instagram and you can do this along with us. And also there are, people are posting them on the stories. Um, so you can vote each day for a different bracket. Um, and so you guys can do this along with us and see if you guys are choosing the same thing, if you agree, disagree. Um, we can chat about it on our Instagram. Okay, so our first bracket or our first uh, pair is between The Fault in Our Stars by John Green and Kate in Waiting by Becky Albertalli. We gotta do a drum roll. What do we have? What are our choices? What do we think? Fault in Our Stars. I mean, <laughs> it's too iconic. Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, but given I've never uh, read any books by Becky Abertali, she does seem interesting, but because I've read The Fault in Our Stars, I'm going to go with it. Okay. I also chose The Fault in Our Stars. I haven't read either of these. Most of these books I have not read, so I just chose whichever sounds cool. But I felt like The Fault in Our Stars is such a classic YA book that it would be a shame not to, not to choose it. Yeah, I also went with The Fault in Our Stars. Um, I mean, one, I love it. And two, I like, I do like Becky Albertarley. I haven't read her books, but I've seen the the Simon, uh, well, they changed the name of the movie versus the book. So the book is Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda and then the movie is Love Simon. And I love the movie. And so I can kind of already tell what her writing style is and I like it, but I just love The Fault in Our Stars too much. <laughs> I know I like I've read a few books by Becky Albertalli and she's such a Albertalli and she's such a good author but I haven't read Kate in Waiting but I also haven't read The Fault in Our Stars it just is so classic okay so we're the same for that one okay for our second one we're going to do that top right hand corner one Concrete Rose versus Crazy Rich Asians another drum roll what are our thoughts I said Crazy Rich Asians only because I've read it and I have not read Concrete Rose yet. Okay, so I haven't read either. I bought Concrete Rose, but I've been so occupied I haven't even gotten to it. Um, I've seen the movie. There was not a movie for Concrete Rose, but I've seen The Hate You Give and I've seen the movie Crazy Rich Asians. This is tough. <laughs> um, 
I'm gonna have to go with concrete concrete rows, excuse me. Okay. That's nice. We're split. I think I think I'm gonna have to go with concrete rows. I mean, I haven't I also have not read either of them, but I mean I just love Angie Thomas so much. Like I feel like her background, because you know, she used to be uh she grew up being really into rap and like that was what she like she wrote originally. And I feel like it gives her such a rhythm to the way she writes. And also, I mean, everything she writes is just so powerful. I think I have to go with that. Now I'm rethinking my choice, but I chose Crazy Rich Asians because it was the only one. I haven't read Concrete Rose yet. So we are split evenly on that one. That one was a hard one. That was the hardest for me because I'm like both. I really like Angie Thomas, but I've read Crazy Rich Asians. Okay, for our next one, back over to the left, we are doing... Jay's, and I have not read either of these. Um, let me know if you guys have. Uh, Jay's Great Gay Agenda by Jason June versus Any Way the Wind Blows by Rainbow Rowell. Rowell, I don't know really how to say her last name. What are our thoughts? Any Way the Wind Blows isn't even out yet. Oh, no. So, like that comes out in June. Okay. So I feel like jay's gay agenda like has to win yeah because most people like i've read the first two carry on books but the third one's not out yet so no so yours is you're going with jay's gay agenda yeah fair enough fair enough okay so i haven't read either of these but i've had i have read a couple of books by rainbow so i think i may go with her um, I've heard that Rainbow Rowell is really, really good. So, I mean, there's that part of me, but also, um, just from reading, uh, what Jay's Gay Agenda is about, it seems really cool. So I'm kind of torn. Um, I guess I'll go with, you know what? Okay. I guess I'll go with, I trust you all. Like I trust everyone here. And since people seem to like Rainbow Rowell, I will go with that one. Okay. Okay. Nice. I had put Jay's Gay Agenda because I have never read Rainbow Rowell, but I may switch it. I don't know because now maybe I'm, I'm not choosing the right one, but Jay's Gay Agenda seemed nice. It seems like a cute romance, something I would like. So I'll, I will stick with that one. Okay, the next one back over to the right. I don't know if this is how you do the March Madness or you go back and forth, but we're sticking with it. Um, the next pair is All of Us Villains versus Witch Shadow. Again, I've not read either of these. Do we have thoughts? And Caroline had to, had to leave, but so we're down to three. Okay, so I have read Christine Lynn Herman who was one of the writers of All of Us Villains. And I really, really loved her book. In fact, I'm pretty sure I have it. Yep, I have it on my shelf right now. I mean, this is a advanced reader's copy, but yeah, I really liked her. So I'm gonna go with that one because I trust that it's probably pretty good. Um, again, haven't read either of these, but the All of Us Villains sounds really good. Like just by the title, it sounds good. So, and you said that you've read um, Christine, that she's pretty good. So I'll probably go with her. Me too, me too. It sounded nice. It sounded cool. I'm just going off vibe at this point, guys. I enjoyed it. <laughs> really? I know. Okay, so our next pair, let's see. We have got A Vow So Bold and Deadly versus We Free the Stars thoughts okay so i went with uh we freed the stars i mean i've read neither these then yeah. but um i loved the this is so bad but i loved the cover for we free the, we free the stars <laughs> and then also when i was reading the so they're both fantasy but we we, yeah, we free the stars seems so cool because it's a fantasy but it seems to be set um in sort of like a Muslim culture kind of thing. Like it talks about a ca like caliphates and minarets and sort of like that whole thing, which I think is cool because I haven't seen that a ton. And also, I mean, I'm just interested in like Muslim history and stuff. And so I just feel like if you, 
I like fantasies that tie in actual cultures. Um, so I feel like that would be cool. And also the other one is the third book in a series. So, I mean, I'm not, yeah. I mean, this one's apparently a second book in the series, but either way, I think I'd be even more confused by the third book than by a second book. I agree, yeah. I also chose We Free the Stars because the same reasons pretty much that you said, the cover was cool, the plot seemed cool from the synopsis I haven't read either. Um, and I feel like I would be likely to pick that one up. I was just kind of going with these brackets, just like, what would I want to read? Like what seems the most interesting to me since I haven't read most of them? Okay, so I guess I'll go with We Free the Stars as well. I think I've heard of this before because it sounds very familiar, but from what you guys are saying, it seems like it's pretty good. So I'll go with that. <laughs> We're all going in blindly, love it. Okay, on your next pairing, gotta make sure I'm doing this right, is City of Villains versus One of the Good Ones. So for this one, I chose One of the Good Ones that is on my to, um, to read list. So I chose that one. I also chose that one. It seemed very cool um, from the synopsis and from reading it. And I definitely kind of want to read that one um, in the future. Okay, so I was just looking at the synopsis for both of them. And I only look, I only had time to look up the City of Villains one, but that one looks super cool because it's a fairy tale one. Does anyone, what is like the briefest summary of like what the one of the good ones is about? I like looked these up just earlier. Oh, it's like a thriller. I remember that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think I'm probably going that one too. Um, yeah, I love a good thriller. It looks sort of like um, looking at the synopsis it looks like it might be a little bit like um what's it called uh this is my america that we read for the book club in the beginning of the year uh which was also a thriller of kind of about um like social justice and police brutality and stuff so very nice very nice we're all very similar in our choices okay so the next pair is a court of thorns and roses by Sarah J. Mass versus The Cost of Knowing by Brittany Morris. So I went with The Cost of Knowing. Um, I don't really know what The Accords and Roses is about. I mean, I've seen the cover a bunch of times, but I don't really know what it's about. But like, it seems more classic kind of, you know, selection series you know like that kind of idea of having you know like princesses and magic and betrayal and whatever in YA which I do enjoy but this one the cost of knowing looked very powerful and then also just really interesting and then like I don't know emotional so I went with that one yeah, I also went with The Cost of Knowing. It sounded so cool because it was, if I'm remembering this correctly, it was about like a guy, it was like kind of magical realism where he had like the power of like seeing the future whenever he touched like an, or seeing the past, I know the future, whenever he touched an object or a person or something. Um, and then he sees his, the future of like his brother dying, I think it said. Um, I don't know, it sounded like a super cool um, preface for a book. So I definitely want to want to read that one. Okay, I'm gonna have to go with that one too because I just looked it up and it looked very, very good. So I guess we're tied again. <laughs> Yay, let's go. Okay, the last of the first brackets before we have it narrowed down a little more is Ace of Spades versus The Girls I've Been. These ones, this one was very close for me. They both sounded great and I was very torn, but I chose The Ace of Spades. Um, it was set in high school, if I'm remembering correctly. I looked all of these up, but my, my memory 
is failing me. It was set in high school and it was, I think some kind of like thriller type of thing. Correct me if I'm wrong, where I don't even know. It just had a lot going on. I remember why I chose it is it had a lot going on with, you know, teen relationships and, and mysteries and it just sounded very cool. Yeah, I mean, I also went with Ace of Spades. Uh, both of them looked really cool, but the blurb for Ace of Spades says Gossip Girl means get out. And Get Out is literally the best movie I have ever seen in my entire life. And I'm not kidding. And I know that it's a, like a mystery movie and a, or a horror movie. So people are probably like, really? But honestly, it is so powerful and so good. And also, it just scared the bejesus out of me. I am not kidding. Like, I did not sleep for a good long time. I love that movie. So if it's anything like that, then I know that I'm going to love it. Again, haven't read either of them. I did just look up the girls I've been, which it seemed pretty okay, but I don't really think I would really be into it. So I guess I'm going to have to go with um, Ace of Spades. Nice. All right. We are all choosing the same one. Love it. Okay. So narrowing it down with our next section of brackets, um, Number one, which would be that top left corner with, I think most of us chose The Fault in Our Stars and then um, Anyway the Wind Blows or Jay's Great Gay Agenda. What did you narrow down next? What, what came out of that? So I did The Fault in Our Stars. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, Taylor, I think I'm probably going to have to do The Fault in Our Stars too. Me too. That's what I chose. Okay. It's a classic. Okay. For our next one, number two, I think most of us chose Concrete Rose. I know I chose Crazy Rich Asians versus All of Us Villains. I feel like a few, most of us chose All of Us Villains, but I could be wrong. Um, what is your next narrowed down choice? I'm going with Concrete Rose. Nice. Um... I don't know. I think I'm going to have to go with all of us villains because that really sounds interesting. Nice. I went with Crazy Rich Asians because it's the only thing I've read um, and I just really enjoyed it. Okay, number three. The I think most of us chose We Free the Stars and then the, we also chose The Cost of Knowing. Um, which one made it out alive with that? I think um, the cost of knowing. I agree. I agree too. I, that just sounds so cool. Okay, the last for this section, one of the good ones versus City of Villains. I can't remember what we all chose versus Ace of Spades versus the girls I've been. I think we all chose Ace of Spades. Which one are you feeling the most? I think Ace of Spades for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so, me too. I also chose Ace of Spades, it seemed very cool. Okay, narrowing it down even more for our whole left section, what was the winner for that one? Fault in Our Stars versus The Cost of Knowing. I think we all had the same thing. I mean, I've got to say the fault in my stars because I've read it mm -hmm. and I think I mean it's just my favorite book forever and ever so <laughs> I'm not going to forsake it now um I have read the fault in our stars but and, and I did mention I didn't like it that much mm -hmm. but going off of like me reading the book and that I have experienced it but the cost of knowing sounds really good too. Okay, I'm gonna have to bite the bullet. I'm gonna go with the cost of knowing for my side. Okay, that's what I chose too, Jada. I have not read either of them. I've just heard so much about The Fault in Our Stars. I feel like I've read it, honestly, even though I haven't. Um, but 
the cost of knowing that just sounded so cool. I definitely feel like, cause I was going by like, yeah, what I would want to read, what feels the most interesting to me. And that one just hit all the marks. It sounded very cool. Okay, for our right side, which one did you guys choose? I think we had it between Concrete Rose, I chose Crazy Rich Asians, um, versus Ace of Spades. I'm going with Ace of Spades. Okay. I think I gave it to you, because for me, it was in between all of us villains versus Ace of Spades, so Ace of Spades for me. Nice. Nice. I chose Crazy Rich Asians because, again, this is the one book that I've read with the whole bracket, and I really enjoyed it. I, I like I like that book. Okay, so this is our finale. We've actually made it. It's been a long time of, of looking up synopsises and, and figuring this out, but our final winners, what did, what did everyone pick as the, as the top winner? Let me see. Final, I think it was Ace of Spades. Ooh. Yeah, like final, final. <laughs> I think I've got to agree. I mean, I know I've read The Fault in Our Stars and that I loved it, but I'm really excited about Ace of Spades. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. I chose Crazy Rotations again. I went with what I knew, but... The Cost of Knowing was my, my second pick. It sounded definitely, definitely good. And I feel like we definitely, from doing this March Madness, have a lot of books, book more books, because we because we definitely needed more book ideas to read. I mean, we were so scarce with book ideas. Um, I feel like we've got even more than we already have. Okay, for those listening who are still with us, um, let us know on our Instagram, maybe if you want to DM us or just comment. Um, what you guys chose. Did you guys choose Ace of Spades, Crazy Rich Asians, Cost of Knowing? What were your ideas? If you've read the books, if you haven't, um, just let us know. We are going to end the episode off there. Thank you guys, as always, um, for listening and joining us on our discussion on some pretty great books. Um, make sure to keep enjoying reading this spring. Um, there are so many books good books out there. Um, and if you guys are ever in need of more book ideas, hit us up because we have got you covered. Okay, that kind of ends it there. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to check out our social medias, all that good stuff will be linked down below. Um, and we will talk to you guys next time on On the Shelf. Bye. Bye. For more Teen Advisory Board, On the Shelf, or anything and everything books, visit us at our Instagram and Twitter at QRBTeen. And for more books to add to your shelves, stop by Quail Ridge Books in Raleigh, or check out www.quailridgebooks.com.